Welcome back to another Village Wealth Management Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. I'm your host, Isaiah Bross, and I'm here with my co-host, Mark Kerr. I mean, you have to have something that motivates you. Yeah. If you don't have any motivation, there's no gas in the tank, you know? I mean, I have all the intentions and the engine all there, the transmission hooked up, the tires all filled with air, but if you don't have any fuel in that, it's not going to go and do anything. So so motivation, I, I see that as the fuel in the tank. So if you don't have that, then... You know. So how do you keep the motivation alive? Yeah, good question. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I think something uh, is just constant reminders. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, you, you got to keep the, the eyes on the prize, the big picture, the, the goals, and keep reminding yourself every single morning, you know, look at the picture and uh, remind yourself why you're doing what yep. you did, why you got out of bed. And I think the other thing is, is being aware when the engine starts to sputter. That's, that's I think that's the hard part because you yep. don't realize because once that starts sputtering, you're like, well, we can make another couple of miles. We'll be fine or whatever. Then you just yep. go down a whirlwind and then you're deep in that rut and you're like, man, how the heck did I get here? You look back the last three months, you're like, what have I done with my life? You know, yep. so um, but, you know, sometimes you, you're a good accountability partner for me. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, let's let's go. Let's get something going. You've been kind of stagnant lately, like slapping the side of the face and punching. I think it's good to have an accountability partner or somebody close to you that can be kind of brutally honest with you and. Sometimes, you know, the home life, the, the wife, the spouse or whoever is not the best person because they don't want to they don't want to attack you. They don't want to hurt you. But at the same time, you got to have somebody or something that kind of reminds you like you're, you're kind of get veering off track. Let's get you back on. Yep. And I think uh, motivation is different for every person. And it's different for me at different times in life. You know, there, there are two major motivators is pain and pain and pleasure. You know? mm. So yeah. pain is a, a very good motivator, very negative motivator, but it does motivate you. And then pleasure, pleasure. I'd rather be motivated by pleasure saying, man, I'd like to achieve that. And it gets me going and wakes me up and gets me running down the path yeah. uh, than I would uh, the pain of saying, ouch, this hurts. I got to change this now, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it goes back to people with heart disease, you know, they've been overweight all their lives. They ate like garbage all their lives. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, they get the diagnos- diagnosis of, hey, if you don't stop right now, that pain has motivated them and you see a tremendous shift in their lifestyle and now they have a different motivation now. Yeah. They've tried losing weight all their lives, you know, and they, they're not, the motivation wasn't strong enough, but pain, the pain was strong enough, you know? So I think everyone's different. I, I really think that the bottom line is you have to, like you said, you know, you have to keep that vision board in front of you, those plans in front of you. That's a pleasure motivator. Yeah. Uh, there are times though, and some, you know what? Pain is a good thing. And I think we've mentioned this in another podcast many podcast to go but but uh pain actually uh, it's okay to feel it it's there for the reason of uh, there's a book out there i think it's called the um the gift of pain or something like that about a guy who didn't have feeling and he and and he you know you think oh man it'd be nice not to have any feeling you know because you don't have to worry about pain but he talked about burning his hands to the point where the skin would just come off because he had no idea that it was hot he's picking up something and it just starts burning you know and, and getting an infection in his foot when he stepped on a nail and just didn't know he stepped i mean it got so far beyond but whereas pain as soon as we feel it we pull back you know uh, yeah and as soon as we feel it we start to it motivates us to do something different you know yeah. and so pain don't run from pain I, I i think pain sometimes it it's good to feel that and let that simmer and settle and say this stinks i don't like this yeah you know, I want to, I want to make sure I change this. So you're thinking pain is more kind of a redirection. So if, you know, if something's, um, if you're struggling at it or it's kind of painful to you, I mean, is that the right direction is where you're saying you're almost probably nine times out of 10, I think our natural ability is to kind of pull back and not really go towards that. But, you know, to stay motivated, I think it, once you hit your pain, your threshold, is that, you, are you saying like kind of check down or go around that? Well, I'm just saying it will really think about what caused it. Okay. You know, like, hey, man, I'm really upset with myself right now because rather than rather than sedating, 
which a lot of people do. They'll just you know sedate with alcohol, drugs, or or spacing out on YouTube, or going to social yeah. media and saying something that you know that makes them feel better and making the world think they're they're doing something you know really good with themselves when in fact they're not. Yeah, uh, that's sedation. That's all forms of sedation. But uh, and sedating is just basically removing yourself from that. I mean, when you sedate somebody for surgery, it, it, you're removing them from their current you know, circumstance. So they don't feel anything. Yeah. And that's, and that's really what you know, we do that all the time. If we're, if you're aware of it, you, you can recognize you do that all the time. So when I say what I'm saying about pain, back to your point about checking pain is when you feel the pain, rather than immediately sedating yourself, mm. sit there and let that sting a little bit and say, wait a minute, what caused this? Why did I go off the rails here? Where did that, where did that begin? Go all the way back and say, you know what? I slept in. Yeah. And then when I slept in, I didn't go work out. And when I didn't work out, I ate like garbage. And when I ate like garbage, I felt sloppy. And then I didn't finish my job today. And I felt, I mean, that's where it all fell apart was when I didn't wake up. Well, why yeah. didn't I wake up in time? Well, I got to bed at one o'clock in the morning. Well, why did I get to bed at one o'clock in the morning? Well, I sat up through night and watched YouTube or watched yeah. a movie or whatever the case is. You know, that's what I'm saying. That pain, let that sink, let that burn a little bit and then go back and find out and say, all right. Yeah. Wait, and I'm big on this and I say it all the time. And you hear me talk about it in the office all the time. And I tell my kids this too. And that is fix the breach. Yeah. Don't accept, you know, oh, that's where I went off the rails. The wall's got a breach in it. No, you got to go back and fix, get everything out, get all the enemy out, get everything fixed. Yeah. And, but then build the wall stronger. I think that's the hard part is peeling the onion back and figuring out what the root cause was, how I got off track and how to get back on track. And like you're saying, uh, I think you had a good example you know, last week or two weeks ago of, you know, you're sitting at the desk and you're kind of grinding and you're just like, man, I just kind of spaced out for a second. And you felt yourself almost want to click on YouTube or something. You stood up, said, nope, this is not it. And I think you ended up just kind of walking away like that, you know, it's done for the day or whatever, you know, accept that or whatever. But you felt that the urge to kind of, you know, space Today. out or go Today. somewhere else. Right. Yeah. So. That's part. That's the hard part because we all we all experience that. We're humans. We we kind of just want to escape, no brain or whatever, kind of just zone out and just you know entertain ourselves. So once you realize that, um, you know, just kind of figuring out how to deal with that trigger point. You know, there is a trigger point, but like figuring out how to stop it right there and recognizing it, I think, is a huge point. Yep. Yep. And that's that's a that's the seed of motivation. So when you find that, and you're like, wow, man, you know, that's hurt. This is where I need to fix. That will motivate you to start taking action, compel you to take action. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes all back to that awareness. If you're not aware of that, and it blows my mind. I mean, when we talk to people, even with their finances in the office, you know, and we try to motivate them to put more money away, they they have no idea why they do the things they do. They are not, they are so unaware of their micro behaviors. And I say micro behaviors is is the compulsive. Amazon buying. Yeah. Well, what caused the compulsion? Well, I got bored and I'm sitting around and, you know, next thing you know, I'm just looking and next thing you know, I, it was easy to buy it because my Amazon account's already memorized in my computer and it just click, click, click and it shows up at my door, yeah. you know, and now you're off the rails in your budget because you blew through $300 that month because you added up a bunch of compulsion. Yeah. You know, and the other thing is, it's, it's, oh, it's just cheap. You know, it's not that much. There's an old adage in backpacking, ounces equal pounds, pounds equal pain. And, you know, it's a big joke that we just was on a backpack hunt and, and uh, I'm sitting up at camp with Nate and, and uh, he's looking and saying, oh, this is really light. You know, that's why I bring this. It's super light. Well, we put all the light things because we were bored at camp, put all the light things <laughs> in a big pile. 
it got to be pretty heavy. You know, yeah. all these little things, all these little light things. Yeah. And that's why I'm talking about the micro behaviors, what we have, they all add up to be very large habits. Yeah. And so recognizing those and, and, and studying those and becoming a student of those. And it's amazing to me, the more aware I am, the more, more I realize I need to be more aware. You know, it's like, yeah. a, it's like, Oh, Pandora's box I me. Mean, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And you're thinking, wow, I cannot believe how that linked to this. You well, know? that can become overwhelming too when you start thinking about a big picture, but you start breaking your little micro habits down. I mean, that's where the changes really begin. And that's, yep. you know, the compounding over time is fixing one thing today, you know, and fixing another thing tomorrow. You know, by the end of the year, you're going to be a whole completely different person. But it, it's it's hard that first time when you recognize that you're like, man, I know I shouldn't buy the thing on Amazon. It's convenient. Uh, okay, hold on, stop. Let's think about it. Give me a two-day window. Let me think about it. And then, you know, impulsive buying kind of goes out the window. So you start addressing those little things. They start fixing themselves. And yep. then you slowly are getting back on track and on course where you want to be. So yep. to stop and, you know, kind of go cold turkey and just say, okay, tomorrow's a whole new life. I'm going to wake up on a different side of the bed and start my whole life over. Like that's, it, it's not. Unrealistic. Very unrealistic. Yep. So, you know, but just like you said, with the awareness and understanding when you get in those situations, how to redirect or stop it. I think what happens is initially, I think I think most people are motivated from a pain of some sort. You know, they get out of debt because they got pain. It's a painful thing. They're yeah. like, man, I'm sick and tired of paying bills all the time. I'm going to get out, you know, that initial pain. And then what happens is it translates, it, it transitions into a pleasure. Mm-hmm. Because when you recognize, uh, for example, getting up early, you know, when I get up early, I feel much better. I'm more alert. I go through my morning routine. I have a better diet. I have a better exercise routine. And yeah. so what happens is, yeah, at first I got mad because I screwed up the first, the other day. So I get up early today and, you know, to make, make up for lost time. And then, you know, I'm like, man, that, that feels good. Now I'm on a pleasure uh, circuit. I moved from the pain circuit to the pleasure circuit for yeah. motivation and saying, I enjoy the feeling, that feeling of having my day started the right way because yeah. I got up early or the feeling of having a budget and putting money away now because I paid the debt off. Yeah. That is a pleasure circuit. And that's where you want to be ultimately. But what I'm trying to say is, you know, don't, don't, and we, we live in a society that it's nothing supposed to hurt. You know, the government's going to take care of all of us and none of us are going to have to worry about anything because nothing should hurt. You know, we shouldn't get evicted from our homes. We shouldn't have our cars repossessed. We shouldn't have to worry about what we're going to eat, you know? Uh, And I I agree with helping people. Don't get me wrong. However, uh, pain sometimes is a good motivator. I think the the economy that we're dealing with now with the, with the workforce we're dealing with right now, it just isn't there. The pain of you know, is not great enough for people to be compelled to come out and start working again. Yeah. It just isn't because you still can't get evicted. They still can't repossess a car, you know, as, uh, with a conventional loan on it. So, I mean, people are just like, well, man, I can still do whatever I want. Yeah. I lost my $200 bonus a week, but I get, you know, the pain's not big enough for them to say, ah, guess what? I'm getting evicted tomorrow. If I don't get something going yeah. or my car's gone, now I got to walk, you know, that's going to be a different level of motivation. Yeah. But what's good news, and it's not it's not all negative, because what's good is whenever that starts to happen again, and people start working again, they realize the dignity that comes with actually accomplishing something with your hands and actually paying for something with your own money, then that pleasure circuit starts. Yep. So it's it's first the you know the pain circuit, and then the pleasure circuit starts. And then once you're in the pleasure circuit, stay there if yeah. you can. Yeah. Now I, I find myself slipping back into a pain of something of some, you know, usually it's different every time. But you know, but that's how you find your motivation. Your motivation is kind of in somewhere in between that. You know, I, I would love to stay on the pleasure side, but sometimes it's painful. Yeah. You know, so we always say once you get on that winning side, like it's just a, it's a different feeling and it's, you feel like you're on top. The, the, uh, 
the feeling that goes with it is just, it's amazing. And you feel like a wrecking ball, they just go through anything. So my biggest thing, um, you know, with, with the habits is creating something and then sticking with it. You know, I have to do it on a daily basis. I have to do it every single day. And if I miss one, I feel like I reset my whole thing. So I don't get too far back on habits, but I'm saying, you know, with the, with getting on the motivation side and back on the positive is, uh, with my daily journal that you kind of told me that I, you know, you got to do this and it's got to be every single day. I know if I miss one single day and I just sit down for five minutes and kind of brain dump on a piece of paper, if I miss one day, then I, I've, I've pretty much canceled out everything I've done before that point. So it's just like keeping in those new habits and then, you know, what they say, 30 days or something creates a new habit. And then that's where you kind of, I think you get that motivation or the, the uh, momentum to yep. kind of keep that going. Well, the law, one of the laws of physics, a body in motion stays in motion. Yeah. Energy's never lost. It's transferred. And that's, and that's so true. That energy that you use, it gets transferred into the next thing, into the next thing. That's why you see people, very wealthy people. I mean, they just go out and tweet something and it generates revenue for them yeah. because they, I mean, they have their own solar system. There's yeah. things orbiting around them now because they've gotten so much energy. You know, yeah. that's a whole different level that that's, that's where you want to be. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, yeah. So motivation, we'll, we'll be talking more about the, um, uh, journaling because I, I definitely want to talk about that. Yeah, that's definitely something very I'm powerful. excited about it and something I never see myself doing So we'll, yeah, we'll definitely need to talk about that and then uh, if you have any motivational uh, Success stories that you want to share with us or something that you're struggling with Please uh, feel free to reach out to us anytime. We'd love to talk about this stuff. So yep. all right till next time. All right. We'll see you